Welcome everyone to a new episode of In Check with Fintech, organized by PCN. Um, my name is Rogier and with me on the show today is Mirav Adi from uh, D-Local. Mirav, welcome on the show. Thank you very much, Roger. Great to have you. Um, a bit of an introduction for your listeners. I mean, you're heading up all of the EMEA sales uh, within D-Local as a VP sales. Um, would you mind give, maybe giving a bit of an introduction on yourself? Where have you been before D-Local? How did you end up here? Um, <laughs> as well as about D-Local. I mean, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening with you guys, obviously. You recently became the first Uruguayan uh, fintech unicorn, uh, which first is super exciting. Only, yeah. Mm -hmm. First and only. Let's see for how long. Um, and um, there's also some other stuff that we will touch on in uh, during the podcast. But uh, yeah, would you mind maybe starting with a bit of an introduction? Yeah, th thank you very much, Roger. So yeah, my name is Mirab. Um, I've been with the local um, for about a year now um, in the industry of pay the payments industry for about more or less 14 years. As of now, um, I'm leading uh, the company's efforts to work with top tier merchants and also partner with the key fintech uh, ecosystem players um, from Europe, um, Africa and the Middle East, of course. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's me in a nutshell. I came to, uh, before the local, I was working for Citibank for 12 years. So it's a huge difference, uh, a huge change coming from the banking industry into the fintech industry, but super, super uh, interesting. And I'm really enjoying every every minute of this journey. Um, that's me in a nutshell. Um, the local is a global fintech company uh, founded in Uruguay um, and is also the leading payment services provider for emerging markets. What we actually do is uh, connect global merchants to emerging markets by allowing them to easily and efficiently expand into these um, what we call high growth markets. We do it by allowing them accepting local payment methods and uh, also in some of the cases to pay out to uh, vendors and partners locally. Uh, just a few examples. So let's say that someone in Chile uh, wants to buy online from Amazon uh, in the US or Amazon Chile um, and they use uh, their local credit card and pay with uh, with installments, which is something that uh, is not that common or at least wasn't that common until recently um, in, in the US and Europe. Uh, another example is uh, someone in, uh, in Nigeria, for example, that wants to by Microsoft uh, Office subscription and paying in Naira using uh, their local credit card. Um, or, um, or Uber. Uber in the US wants to pay their drivers uh, in, in Argentina. So instead of, of sending them uh, cross-border fund transfers, they can pay uh, locally using bank transfers. So I think this, this uh, example, um, these examples explain very well what what we do and what we enable them to do easily definitely yeah so you guys basically offer local expertise when it comes to payment right to uh yeah. maybe larger merchants or at least merchants who want to sell in those growth markets as you call it exactly so we what we offer is cross-border payments locally using local payment methods and local currency so um, so names like Google, Amazon, Spotify, um, Zara, uh, Uber, as I said before, Netflix, Microsoft, many more, Facebook, um, they all leverage our solution today. Makes sense. 
Um, hey, you just touched on it shortly, uh, briefly, but I think that's also something that's super exciting. New partnership you guys announced yesterday with Microsoft, right? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, uh, super exciting. Uh, we were working uh, for a long time on this partnership. Uh, we had uh, actually great partners. I really, I, I can say that I really enjoyed uh, this journey of, of, uh, of launching, um, uh, launching payments in Nigeria, local payments in Nigeria with, with Microsoft. And it's only the beginning. Um, I think we have a lot more to explore and a lot more opportunities in the future. We're very excited about it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think Africa in general, right? Again, just uh, making some some good press here. You guys also announced the increase in the Africa uh, in footprint uh, in Africa, right? Recently, I think two weeks ago or something, you doubled the amount of markets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we started expanding into Africa about a year and a half ago uh, with South Africa. And then about a year ago, we launched Nigeria as a market. And, uh, and I think, you know, the, the, the demand for Africa uh, and the potential in these markets is huge. Um, I think that the, the population there has more and more demand for, for, uh, for e-commerce. Uh, and and more and more multinationals see the, the potential in these markets. So uh, we, um, it's one of our strategies and, and our intentions for the near time to to expand our footprint in Africa. We launched uh, Kenya, Senegal, uh, Ghana, and Cameroon, and uh, we have more, much more to come, many more markets to come. Um, and and by that we enable you know the local population to to consume um, online. So, so in addition to uh, Africa that I just mentioned, we also expanded into additional markets in in uh, in Central America. We're now covering also Panama and Costa Rica. Next one to come are Dominican uh, Republic, and and more in in the next in the near future. So we are merchant uh, driven, and and whenever our uh, client of ours reaches out and, and says that he needs a new market or a new payment method, we do our best to uh, to accommodate to this to its needs and and uh, and it help it helps us to grow. Very exciting, and I mean you're now in Tel Aviv. You guys have an office, of course, <laughs> in uh, Uruguay. Um, how many offices do you have right now around the world? How many people do you have working so, for uh, for the local? That, that's a great question. So we have a very diverse team uh, from all over the world. The, as I said before, the company was founded in Uruguay back in 2016. Uh, when I joined the local, we were about 120 people. So I'm talking about 14 months ago. And now we are over 280 people. Wow. Uh, we have offices in Uruguay. Obviously, that's the headquarters. That's where the majority of the people are. We have teams... I'm not even talking about the teams that we have uh, uh, on the ground in every market that we cover, but we also have offices in Brazil, Argentina, uh, Uruguay, obviously, two offices in, in China, in uh, Shenzhen and Shanghai, in London, in uh, Tel Aviv, of course, in the West Coast, in San Francisco, East Coast. So we have people from all over the world. It's super exciting to work with, with so many cultures and so many different people. I can imagine, yeah, really a global company by the sounds of things. Uh, yeah, definitely. Very, very exciting. It's very interesting. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I guess as well from a commercial perspective, um, to follow your your customers. Very opportunistic way of uh, doing business, I think. But it uh, has certainly you've certainly reaped the benefits of it by the sounds of things. Yeah.
It's really good. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. So today we'll talk about uh, in a bit more detail, of course, uh, about the local, but also your expertise, which is payments in emerging or in growth markets. Um, it's hard to not talk about it these days. And I think in every show over the last couple of weeks, we've always talked about it, if not the last couple of months, which is uh, the COVID situation. How has that, uh, those kind of market con conditions impacted the relevance of payments in growth markets or payments in emerging markets? Well, I think it's the, yeah, uh, in our world, it's the hottest topics um, <laughs> these days. Uh, and, and we see it across all regions um, that, that the positive um, impact, if, if you can call it like that, of COVID on, on the e-commerce. So um, it's more and more relevant. Um, people all over the world uh, in developed uh, markets and also in, uh, in emerging markets consume much more online uh, globally. And then the, the potential is becoming, it was big before, but it's becoming huge now in, um, in every market. Um, so uh, looking at the mature uh, markets, um, um, European, uh, American, Chinese uh, e-commerce companies, uh, they're struggling to expand their own um, domestic market. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and by, by partnering with us, we, we also enable them to, to leverage the, the, what we call the growing economies out, outside of their domestic markets. Um, and, 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 you know, keep growing in spite of the current situation and in spite of the challenges that they have now, keep, keep uh, growing um, as they recover from the, the pandemic. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you take like Chinese companies, American companies by the hand in order to like at the right, where are other markets um, outside of your domestic markets that could help you uh, where it's hit your targets or where it's doing more sales? um that's what you help them with basically exactly exactly yeah. um talking about let, let's talk about the, the opportunity for a second um, yeah. so i think i think that the opportunity um even before uh covid was was uh, very very clear i mean there are three over three billion users uh in emerging markets and 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 the growth in in these markets the e-commerce growth uh, if we're talking about North America and Europe, uh, it's 10 to 15% uh, a year. And the pace in, in these markets, in emerging markets, is 20 to 25%. So it's significant a difference. And, 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 that's, um, and, and that's where the, the, the opportunity is. The digital people that have, uh, um, I'll, I'll expand later on, but they have access to the internet they would like to, they have smartphones, they have access to 5G, 4G, and, and they want to consume, um, they want to consume e-commerce. So I think that's where the opportunity is. We started PCN 12 years ago with a view to serving the fintech community from a growth perspective. Since 2008, PCN has helped household names in fintech as well as the largest global merchants grow with the best talent who have specific financial technology experience. If you are a VC with a portfolio of fintech businesses, a scale-up looking to hire the best talent, or a merchant looking to hire a head of payments or an entire payments team, get in touch today for a no-obligation consultation on how PCN can help you accomplish your hiring goals.
do you see that opportunity being the same across those emerging markets? I mean, if you just talked about Africa, right, where you're heavily investing, do you feel that the opportunity there is maybe bigger uh, or is it just different than where it is in Latin America? So, so two things about that. First of all, we're now investing in Africa because um, we are covering, we're already covering and already operating very, very strong uh, in Latin America. We cover the whole market. Uh, we have all the payment methods and, and access to a potential 100% of the population. Uh, so thinking what's next, we try to, to understand the trends and, and obviously Africa is 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 the next big thing um i think that you know it's very uh very much spoken if i can say that um mm -hmm. in in the industry uh, and we see it by the demand coming from our merchants so and and thinking about the difference so i would say uh, it differs by industry and company uh and and preference and and priority so so many things on the on the on the client side, um, I, I have uh, merchants that you know want look to further expand now into uh, Latin America. Maybe because it's it's more familiar. Maybe it's, uh, they feel it's more developed, so the potential for them is is bigger. Uh, while others like Microsoft, for now, they prioritize uh, Africa over. Uh, Latam, and they want to, uh, and I assume they did their own an analysis, you know, and their own checking on on what's um, what's best for them at this yeah. point. So I can't I can't tell you about like uh, for now. I feel there's a huge trend and huge demand uh, towards Africa, but that's like my own. Maybe if you ask a different, you know, a different um, person <laughs> of my team, they'll have a different view. So. You might be biased, basically. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, take Microsoft an example, right? Software company. Do you feel that the uh, interest of software companies is bigger in Africa than is in Latam, for example? What I'm trying to ask is the type of merchants that have an interest in X uh, emerging market over uh, Z emerging market. Um, is there a clear difference or is it just an even spread? Not really, but it's a, it's a valid point that you raised because... Um, with all the, you know, one of the challenges in emerging markets is, is and it's not, not related to payments, is uh, logistics. So I can tell you that uh, many of the merchants that I discussed with, they were uh, struggling, sorry, uh, logistics um, and like delivering the goods, uh, delivering uh, tangible goods, obviously, uh, in, in emerging markets across Latin America and, you know, from from Asia to Latin America or, or with the, even within Latin America. So um, um, shipment is, is very expensive and it's very complex and there are taxes, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very complicated. While uh, it's easier for software companies or digital goods, uh, companies that sell digital goods, it's much easier for them because um, we, one of the things we do uh, in our model is that we eliminate the need to, uh, to have um, local entities on the ground. We act as a merchant record. So we, we just, you know, save all the, the complexity and the headache and the costs and, and, and time. It's tons of time and, and, and effort um, that of, of establishing an entity and, and connecting 
and be learning the regulation and uh, being uh, aligned with it and it changes all the time and and connecting with the local acquirers and the banks and everything that you know comes with establishing a local entity um and, and you know it just makes things super easy for uh for a, um, a digital goods company like microsoft for example that most in most of the cases they do they sell software um they just need to handle most of the things they need to handle is, is around uh, this infrastructure and and they can just basically plug and play with using us yeah check me here the logistics is an interesting point you raised there is that something that you have insights with as well that that if indeed clients raise that up that you say well we can help you with that with logistics or do you say no we have partners maybe for that but our specialty is really more the payment side of things so i can say that our specialty is is around payments that what that's what we do but we do try um um helping our 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 partners um in you know much, many more aspects so whether if it's connected them to other merchants who are already doing that uh you know learning from from their experience um or or trying to work on things together we do we're a startup so we do uh, so many things you know that are out of the thinking out of the box and how in order to acquire a, a new merchant so that's one of them for sure Great. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing in order to receive every episode as it's published. The fintech space is ever-changing, and we care about keeping you up to date with the latest happenings in this exciting space. If you wish to appear on the next episode of In Check with Fintech, please email podcast at teampcn.com. That's podcast at teampcn.com. So there's there's this logistics part of sounds of things. There's insurance. Uh, sorry, there's infrastructure. There's regulation. Um, they're setting up a local offices. Um, what are some of the other challenges of expanding into an emerging market or a growing market that you see? So looking yeah. looking at, at the challenges, we need to look at you know several aspects. Uh, first of all, um, these mar- in these markets there are different payment methods. So whether if it's cash that is super popular in, in Latin America, uh, we're talking about, you know, nobody, almost nobody, or in some markets, 10, only 10% of the population has international credit cards. So they use local credit cards. In some of the markets, they use installments. Uh, they have different payment habits, uh, different user experience. You need to um, to meet their payment habits. That That's the main, uh, that's the main challenge. Um, looking at market complexity, uh, whether it's regulation, instability, political crises, currency fluctuation, um, economical uh, uh, crisis, uh, you really need in order to succeed in these markets, and and it's really worth the effort. Um, you need a local expert. You need to partner with a local expert. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, and, and also, as I said before, um, um, every market is like a different island. It's not like moving from the UK to the Netherlands. Uh, you know, it's more or less the same, I guess. Here, there are different payment methods, different currencies, uh, different payment habits, totally different payment habits, different regulation, different taxes. So, every market 
that you would like to expand into requires so much knowledge, so much effort, so much things to take into consideration, which once you you um, connect with us, you, you just don't don't need to, you know, to concern yourself about it. Yeah, give it away to you, to you guys who have the expertise yeah. in order to uh, get up and running. And, and I think one of the main things that merchants are trying to do is, of course, optimize conversion. That's what you help right. with by offering these payment methods, looking at knowing the payment habits, knowing about the local regulation, currency fluctuation, FX risk, stuff like that. We, we take it on ourselves uh, in, in many of the cases, the, the FX risk and, and, uh, and the currency fluctuation. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, I mean, how can merchants overcome these challenges? Is it as simple as saying, yeah, we work with a uh, local expert like the local, or is there also other ways that they, they can overcome them or that you are trying to overcome them for them? So <laughs> that's, that's a great question. Love them. Uh, they're, they're <laughs> all of the above. So uh, they, they can choose the, 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 the traditional way of doing, you know, uh, do it yourself. And, and then, you know, it's a lot of pain and headache. Or they, they can choose us and then uh, we act as a merchant of record in all of the markets. So we uh, pay and collect on behalf of them and we settle the funds uh, cross border to wherever they want in, in the world. Um, we, as I said before, we eliminate the need to have a, a local, uh, a local um, entity. Mm -hmm. uh, we handle all the tax, the, the regulation that's so, so frequent uh, so, no, no, so such frequent um, regulation changes. Um, only this month we had twice tax changes in, in Argentina. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we manage it for them. We manage, we make sure to be on top of things, uh, let them know and, you know, handle it for them, inform them about the impact. Uh, and, and basically manage everything for our merchants. Such a tax regulation change, right? I guess also on your end, that can be, uh, yeah, have quite the impact. Is that all automated or is that all done manually or how does that work? If indeed in a country there's a change in regulation, how, does, how do you go about implementing that on your end? We have to, we have to implement it to our, to our system. I mean, it's, it's obviously... Uh, I'm not responsible uh, to this part <laughs> of the business. Yeah, we have our own uh, tax department, but uh, I, we take a few steps. First of all, we make sure to understand and, and work with the local tax expert to better understand the impact and what's exempt and what requires X amount, X percent of, of, of tax or Y percent of tax. You know, each industry, it's, it's, it's even in the level of product and who is the remitter and what's the beneficiary doing and what like what's the nature of transaction it's so so complex taxes uh but we make sure to be on top of that uh keep our our merchants and the relevant merchants updated and and implemented into our system so it's all monitored and, and controlled by us exactly it's our, yeah, so it's our uh, to some extent it's our responsibility you know in, to our merchants at least to let them know um about the changes, the frequent changes. That's why they work with you, I guess, right? Is indeed to have that expertise yeah. and to let them know what is going yeah. to change and what the impact might be. <laughs> Among uh, all the rest, yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, that at some point, if you do it by yourself and, and, you know, you can miss one point or another in your process because you can't control it 
all it's almost impossible you know you probably have a lot of stuff as a merchant to do um in in-house uh you can get to a situation that all you know the expansion efforts uh, are just lost yeah yeah do you, uh, do you sometimes get a merchant where you advise them to go into a market which they might not have necessarily have thought of i mean is it also proactive that you say well mr Merchant, yeah. look at this yeah. one as well yeah oh, that's great. definitely because we have a lot of experience you know uh in in different industries uh we can you know we, we can share our knowledge our experience of course uh and you know as, as a recommendation uh and and you know usually um i guess that if there's uh let's say a huge potential for a specific uh industry let's say the ride sharing so if uber uh, will have huge potential in in argentina i think that didi which is the chinese uber will probably follow uh follow uh uber for example and you know also go into this market yeah cool i mean what's next for you guys you guys are already available in 26 markets uh like i said just yeah. yesterday or day before you announced the uh announced with microsoft you're expanding into africa you're expanding into other markets as well maybe what, what's next so uh, it's a good question a couple of, of things um i i think that the local you know became a Kind of a growth enabler uh it's already trusted by uh the biggest name in e-commerce so um as i said before spotify zara uh, amazon they they each one of them um tap the locals uh solution to 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 support the combination of of, of payment methods of cash of, of bank transfers uh local cards in, installments wallets so we offer over 300 payment methods uh, across all markets. In each market, we offer the, the most uh, popular and the most relevant uh, uh, payment methods um, for, for the use uh, of, of our uh, merchants to accept payments through. So, you know, uh, we also uh, enable our, 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 uh, our merchants to, to expand way, uh, way far of their domestic market. So, for example, uh, Didi, which is the, the Chinese Uber, they, they use our uh, services to expand into LATAM, uh, which is not that common. Also, Uber from North America are expanding into LATAM. And, and Microsoft, which is an American merchant, uh, uses us to expand into, into Africa um in addition to that uh we have uh as i said before we have the ambition to to grow uh and expand so well uh, we have committed to expand into 13 new markets in the in the next uh 18 months um that that was done you know since the last uh announcement in september so we have already uh three or five i think yeah um and, and i think that you know after central america and africa the next in line is asia as i said mm -hmm. we, we are going to expand into many markets like the philippines vietnam thailand uh, malaysia we already operate in indonesia in india in china uh, in bangladesh uh, which is a, a market that i never you know before i joined the local I didn't even think of it as a, as a market with, with a huge potential as it is um we will um keep following our our client needs and 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 business aspirations so we'll keep on adding markets um and and uh, payment solutions uh, more products 
um, uh, Peaks is an example, as I said before, for uh, for uh, very something that is going to be huge in Brazil, and it's going to be launched uh, next uh, week together with the market. Uh, also, mobile money in uh, in Africa, which is super super popular, uh, digital wallets and. And the next thing, you know, uh, we use installments uh, a lot in, in, in Latin America. And, and the next big thing, um, I think, you know, in the industry overall is going to be uh, um, pay later options. Which, which, yeah, it's starting to be more and more uh, popular. Yeah, very interesting. So you're continuously expanding your footprint uh, geographically, but also in terms of uh, yeah, more and more payment methods that you uh, Add to your stack in order to, uh, yeah, like we like we discussed earlier, right? To increase conversion more and more, and offer the kind of local payment methods that are necessary for merchants to be successful. Yeah, that that's what we focus. You know, when we we work with the merchants, we focus on on uh, maximizing and optimizing their conversion rates. Uh, that that's basically what they're you know working with us for, uh, because they want to maximize the conversion rates in, in in each and every market. Maximizing the conversion rates meaning means uh, uh, maximize, maximizing revenues in the market. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely our focus and, you know, following our, our clients' needs. So I, I just want to say, you know, to, um, to whoever who, who listens to us, uh, you know, thinking about um, how to grow, uh, how to leverage the, the current situation, which is challenging from many aspects. Um, just you know, don't don't fall behind the internet economy. Um, th this uh, pandemic, yeah, it's terrible, but it it's also the positive side that it it has accelerated uh, digital adoption and, and e-commerce uh, in 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 the Western world, of course, but as, but also we see uh, that especially in emerging markets. Um, I would uh, say, you know, uh, go and look where, uh, look at where your company's opportunities are. Um, and I think it's time to leverage uh, the opportunities in the right places um, and, and optimizing the, the opportunities by offering local payment methods in emerging markets. Great. If people are interested in that and they want to do that maybe with the local or they want to find, more about, uh, find out more about you guys, where should they go? Well, uh, first of all, I'm happy to, um, you know, get any message or uh, connect with you on, on LinkedIn. So uh, my, my LinkedIn is uh, Abadi with, uh, with an I. Um, so happy, happy to hear from you. And also um, our website, delocal.com, where we welcome you to, uh, to reach out. Great. Love it. Perfect. Well, thanks very much, uh, Mirav. Great, uh, great to have you on the show. Um, and, thank you uh, very much, Roger. It was a real pleasure. Thank you. Likewise. And um, thanks to all listeners for listening again to this episode. Um, if you've not uh, done so already, don't forget to uh, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. And um, we'll uh, hear you next time. Thanks for listening. And we'd like to leave you with a more serious message from our partner, Free a Girl, who are dedicated to founding child prostitution and impunity all over the world. Hi, I'm Evelyn, CEO and founder of Free a Girl. Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away, together with their youth, 
family, and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom, and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freeagirl.com for more information. Thank you.